You're tuned into the Market Unclosed podcast by PPI Securities, a podcast where we give you a quick rundown on the Philippine equities market to help you trade better, live better, as we make investing a habit. And that's a wrap for the 20th trading week of the year, with the index recovering from last week's losses. This is Rico from BPI Trade, and this is our weekly market on close. The PSEI rose by about 86 points this week to settle at 6,664, and up by about 1.31% week on week. Year to date, the market is up by 1.49% from last year's close of 6,566. Total value turnover slightly dipped to 23.39 billion pesos averaging about 4.68 billion daily. Excluding block sales though, average value turnover this week was at 4.06 billion. For 2023, average value turnover is at 6.84 billion pesos. Net foreign transactions also turned positive this week at over 230.73 million pesos. All sub-indices closed the week in the green with the property, financials, and holding firms leading the way up by 1.51%, 1.48%, and 1.17% respectively. The broader all-shares index also closed higher this week, up by 1.07% to close at 3,548. Year-to-date, the all-shares index is up by almost 2.5%. The local peso also showed strength this week to close at 55 spots 67 against the greenback. This comes despite the Banco Central taking a pause on rate hikes. Japan's core inflation nationwide rose by 3.4% year-on-year in April. This is in line with forecasts. The print is higher than the 3.1% recorded in March and is above the central bank's target of 2%. Overall inflation also rose to 3.5% from previous 3.2%. In the United States, Dallas Fed President Lori Logan said that the economic data points so far don't justify skipping a rate increase at the U.S. Fed's meeting in June. She said that the economy has made some progress after raising rates at each of the last 10 meetings, but the data in the coming weeks could yet show that it is appropriate to skip a meeting. The Group of Seven, or the G7, meets at Hiroshima, Japan at a crucial time where leaders will discuss international trade and security. The group faces a number of uncertainties, such as growing geopolitical tensions, hawkish central banks fighting inflation, and the U.S. debt ceiling deadlock. G7 members are Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the United States. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas, or BSP, paused its aggressive monetary policy tightening campaign and signaled that the policy rate will remain unchanged at its next two to three meetings as inflation continues to ease. Policy rate was unchanged at 6.25%, which is in line with analyst estimates. This is the first time in nine meetings that the monetary board left rates untouched after beginning its aggressive cycle in May 2022. In an interview with Bloomberg TV, 
Central Bank Governor Felipe Medalla signaled an extended pause on interest rates as easing inflation reduces the odds for more hikes. The governor noted that the economy is now strong, which eases the pressure on the BSP to cut current benchmark rates. He also noted that the BSP is watchful that the peso doesn't depreciate too much as it could become the new anchor of inflationary expectations. Investment pledges in the first quarter hit over 172 billion pesos on the back of efforts by the Marcos admin to boost the country's profile as an attractive investment destination. The pledges was about 20 times higher than the 8.98 billion pesos in the first quarter of last year, but slower than the 173 billion pesos in the previous quarter. Germany was the biggest source of approved investment pledges at 156.96 billion pesos, followed by Japan and the Netherlands. New vehicle sales rose by almost 22% in April, but recorded a month-on-month -month decline in sales. In a joint report by Campi and TMA, the total sales jumped to over 30,000 units in April but is slower than the 36,880 units sold in March. This is the first month-on-month -month decline in car sales since the 20.8% drop in January. For the first four months of the year, total vehicle sales rose by 28% to over 127,000 units, with Toyota Motor Philippines cornering over 46% market share at 59,000 plus units. Cash remittances jumped by 3% in March, according to the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, to over $2.67 billion. This is the biggest monthly inflow recorded since January amid the improving economic outlook of host countries. The International Monetary Fund expects the Philippine economy to grow between 5.5 or 6% in 2024 due to weak external demand and high base effects. This is lower than the 5.8% projection given by the IMF in April. The IMF also said that the outlook may improve if they see an acceleration in investments. The Togo Group filed a petition to finally delist from the PSE effective on July 17. The voluntary delisting was proposed by and is fully supported by major shareholders, SM Investments, and Trident Investments. This is the final step in the company's bid to go private, which started in late February. At the PSE Star Investor Day, energy firm Abortis Power's Chief Investment Officer Joseph Lacson said that the company is looking at international expansion but noted that opportunities are still plentiful and abundant in the Philippines. Lacson said that AP's strengths and capabilities can translate well internationally, especially in countries that have common characteristics with the Philippines. AP is currently in talks with Japanese Jera Company for AP's planned liquefied natural gas or LNG venture. Media firm ABS-CBN narrowed its attributable net loss to 1.16 billion pesos in the first quarter after reducing costs and expenses. ABS-CBN generated lower revenues at 4.26 billion on the account of lower consumer sales, which dropped by 12% to 2.79 billion. Ayala's energy firm ASEN 
signed a subscription agreement to over 255,000 common shares and 2.3 million Class A preferred shares in Pagudpod Wind Power Corporation for over 255 million pesos. ASEN said the subscription amount will be used by Pagudpod Wind Power to subscribe to shares in Bayog Wind Power, which will then be used to construct the 160 megawatt Pagudpod Wind project in Ilocos Norte. Andrew Tan's Alliance Global reported a 20% rise in first quarter attributable net income to 4.7 billion pesos on the back of higher revenues. The holding firm reported a 24% rise in revenues to over 50 billion pesos as their businesses took advantage of the resilient consumer demand and economic activity which provided a boost to AGI's lifestyle malls, hotels, resort operations, quick service restaurants, real estate sales, and office rentals. Alson's Consolidated posted an almost 73% rise in its first quarter net income attributable to parent firm at 155.84 million pesos. Revenues grew by 24% to 3.32 billion pesos as the company saw steady demand from key power markets in Mindanao. Alson's attributed the revenue rise to its 210 megawatt Sarangani Energy and 100 megawatt Western Mindanao Power. Asian terminals during the first quarter booked a 96% increase in net income attributable to equity holders at 1.18 billion pesos. The company saw revenue growing by 29% to 3.75 billion on account of higher container volumes. Net of government's share in revenues, ATI generated 3.09 billion, up by 30% year on year. The Ayala Group and the local unit of Singapore-based ST Telemeda Global Data Centers announced a plan to build a 124-megawatt data center which they claim to be the largest in Metro Manila. The joint venture, STT-GDC Philippines, is building the data center in Fairview, Quezon City and is expected to go live in the first quarter of 2025 with a capacity of 28 megawatts. Also from the Ayala Group, Ayala Land Logistics saw net income dip by 9% to 178.12 million pesos during the first quarter. Top line reached 702 million pesos, but down by over 18% year in year. The company said it is expecting an acceleration in sales and to finish upgrades on its warehouse in Calamba in the second quarter. Ayala Land has spent a total of 673 million on capex during the first quarter. Developer Century Properties booked an attributable net income of 174 million pesos during the first quarter, up by over 16% year-on-year. Consolidated revenues went up by 28% to 3.34 billion pesos, on the back of its business segment's performance. Citicorp Energy Read booked a first quarter net income of 304.96 million pesos, about up 1.6% from a year ago. Revenues grew by 13.5% to 376.45 million as it was driven by lease contracts from newly acquired parcels of land funded by the proceeds of its ASEAN Green Bond issuance in February. C. Reed said the lease contracts contributed about 11% to the company's total lease revenues. President and CEO Oliver Tan said 
that the company's investment strategy is focused on adding value accretive assets to its clean and green real estate portfolio. Dito's attributable net loss narrowed to 336.67 million pesos in the first quarter from the 3.67 billion in 2022. Revenues reached 2.34 billion pesos, rising by almost 76% year on year. The company attributed the better performance on the back of strong top line growth, reduced operating expenses, as well as a reversal into a forex gain. Listed Emperador aims to expand its international operations to India as it continues to grow its overseas market share by 2025. Emperador aims to increase the contribution from its international operations to account for 50% of its business by 2025, from the current 35% in 2022. CapEx for the year would amount to 7 billion pesos, which will be used for overseas expansion. Philinvest Development, or FDC, posted an attributable net income of 2.2 billion pesos in the first quarter on the back of robust performances from all its businesses. Consolidated revenues for the quarter grew by 34% to 20.7 billion pesos, while costs and expenses rose by 27%. Banking arm East-West had the lion's share in the bottom line, after tripling its net income for the period to 1.5 billion. Food and beverage operator Frutas Holdings tripled its net income for the first quarter to 19.2 million pesos. Revenues grew by almost 56% to 515 million, driven by its continuous store network expansion and better store performance. President and CEO Lester Yu said that they expect to keep putting in strong performance in the upcoming quarters through a combination of organic growth and contribution from recent acquisitions. The T family's JD Capital booked a consolidated net income of 6.64 billion pesos in the first quarter, up by 52% year-on-year, driven by contributions from its business units. President Carmelo Bautista said that their first quarter results show that all their operating companies sustained high growth momentum from the previous year and expect a more stable macroeconomic environment in 2023. Local fast-food giant Jollibee plans to open about 150 new stores in China as it further expands its international operations in the Middle Kingdom. The company looks to build upon its existing brands in China and said that they have covered all the Tier 1 cities in China and will now focus on neighboring Tier 2 cities. Power distributor Manila Electric expects energy sales to grow by 4% this year as households return to their normal consumption, while commercial establishments surpass pre-pandemic power usage. In the first quarter, energy sales went up by 2% to 11,287 gigawatt-hours from the 11,069 recorded in the same period in 2022. The company also said that commercial establishments are expected to exceed pre-pandemic levels with a continued reopening of the economy, revenge spending, and return to the office and school setups. Monden Nissin's attributable net income for the first quarter declined by over 16% to 1.94 billion pesos, due to the restructuring costs in its meat substitute business, corn. Consolidated revenues for the period, on the other hand, grew by over 9% to 20 billion pesos. 
Mondanese's domestic business grew by over 13% to 15.5 billion, while its international unit posted an 18% jump to 1 billion pesos. Meat alternative corn foods reported a 6.2% decline in revenues to 3.5 billion. Casual dining group The Maxis Group posted an 86% rise in first quarter attributable net income to 77 million pesos as it was able to maximize the return of dine-in customers. Consolidated revenues for the quarter hit 2.85 billion pesos, up by over 31% year-on-year. Same-store sales for the group rose by 25% locally and 20% globally, which it said indicates improvement in consumer spending. Miner Nickel Asia reported an attributable net income of 969 million pesos during the first three months of the year down by 8% year-on-year. The company booked an income decline despite revenues growing by over 5.7% to 3.51 billion pesos on higher nickel ore prices and favorable exchange rates. Nickel Asia booked Forex losses of 202 million pesos attributed to their financial assets contributed to the drop in net income. Flag Carrier Philippine Airlines is negotiating with buyers with its four non-operational Bombardier DHC-8300 with proceeds to be used for investments in newer generation planes. PAL President and CEO Stanley Nang said that they plan to sell the aircraft as soon as possible and that the company is already considering them as dead assets. The flag carrier, on the other hand, is expecting to reactivate a total of 75 aircrafts within the year. Holding firm San Miguel booked a 17.7 billion net income for the first quarter on the back of broad-based growth in its businesses. Top line for the period hit over 346 billion pesos, up by over 9% year-on-year. President and CEO Ramon Ang said that the first quarter results reflect the company's commitment to execute well on their strategic priorities. He is confident that the company can deliver better performance in the coming months with raw materials expected to stabilize. Shakey's Pizza reported a net income of 200.78 million pesos during the first three months of the year, more than doubling its 76 million pesos recorded during the same period in 2022. Revenues for the period surged by 94% to 3.14 billion pesos, while system-wide sales hit 4.2 billion. Shaky said that even without the impact of Potato Corner, system-wide sales grew by 39% on the back of a 29% rise in same-store sales. Shaky's opened 85 new outlets during the quarter to bring total outlets to 1,857. And here is your market calendar for next week. On Tuesday, May 23, we have cash dividend X dates for Asian Terminals Common Shares, Mabuhay Vinyl Corporation Common Shares, Megawide Construction Common Shares, Price Corporation Common Shares, and Robinsons Retail Common Shares. On Wednesday, May 24, we have cash dividend X dates for MREIT Common Shares. On Thursday, May 25, we have cash dividend X dates for Certec Holdings US Dollar Preferred B2 Subseries C and D Shares. LT Group Common Shares. On Friday, May 26, we have cash dividend X dates for A REIT Common Shares, Balaini Frutas Common Shares, 
Bank of the Philippine Islands Common Shares, Petron Corp Preferred Series 3A and 3B, Robinson's Land Common Shares, and lastly, Sun Life Financial Common Shares. That's a wrap for today's episode. For more insights and trading ideas, log on to your BPI Trade accounts or open an account today at bpitrade.com.